0: Okay, so I'm gonna play another sound for you. I All want right. you to guess what the animal is.
1: Great. That's a cat.
0: No. <laughs>
1: okay, it sounds like an exorcist. Damien, Damien. Okay, uh, that, is, that is a cat.
0: Well, it has a cat. <coughs> <laughs> well, it has cat in the name. Yeah. So, anyways, hello and welcome to Just Animals podcast. Sorry for our holiday hiatus. Which, Merry Christmas, Mahana Kwanzaa to all of you out there. Yeah. Um, episode thirteen.
1: Thirteen, lucky thirteen.
0: Yes. Um, I'm your host, Ellen. and as always, with me is my dad, aka Guy.
1: Don't you think it would be better if we just celebrated the winter solstice? We got like rid- pagans? Yeah, like pagans. Like, got rid of Christmas, got rid of Hanukkah, got rid of Kwanzaa, got rid of festive, got rid of everything. It Festivus? Just, yeah. And just said, you know what? The amount of daylight is increasing, we're having a party, and yahoo.
0: You don't and, even drink.
1: Well, you don't have to drink to have a party. Nerd. Okay. Say G- hello. Hi there. And thank you for referring us to your friends and not friends and whomever. Get our listenership up. We appreciate that.
0: Yes, and also remember email us justanimalspod at gmail We want to hear from you. If you also, if anyone out there knows any experts on any of the animals we've talked about in the past, we would love to have them on our show. Um, so yeah, just send us their information. And again, that's justanimalspod at gmail And thanks as always for listening. So episode thirteen, the bear cat.
1: The bear cat.
0: Yes, or the binturong.
1: Is it a is it a, is it a bear or is well, it a cat? We're talk
0: about that. So. Its Latin name is, or sorry, Greek name, whatever, is Artictus Binturong, or the common name Binturong. So Artictus is Greek for bear weasel, actually. (coughs) Binturong. Yes. And the meaning of the word Binturong is unknown, and the language that it comes from is extinct. So take your best guess as to what that translates to. Other names slash more recognizable names are bear cat, Asian bear cat, and Asian Civet. Civet. Yes, C I V I E That
1: thing doesn't sound domesticated, but let's we'll we'll get to it.
0: Right. As for its size, stature, and description. So they can weigh up to fifty pounds. Ooh. Yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> big animal. But more commonly they weigh between they weigh in between twenty five to thirty five pounds. Adult females in captivity can weigh anywhere from twenty four to seventy one pounds though.
1: Well this is interesting. Right. It's not a bear
0: and it's not a cat. No, it's not. It's neither. Yeah. So, without their tails, they can be anywhere from 2.3 to 2.8 feet long as adults. With their tail, which can add anywhere from a little under 2 feet to 3 feet, and, like, they're almost 6 feet long. Wow. That's as tall as you. That is. I'll be honest. I think
1: I did shrink an inch. I think I'm... because you, you was, slouch. Okay. Thank you for that.
0: You're welcome. So, to be quite honest, and if you look up this animal online, it kind of looks like something out of The Secret of Nim, doesn't it?
1: I don't know what the secret of Nimbus is. You know is.
0: that movie with the rats and the mouse and the... Gosh. No. Okay, so this obscure-looking animal is a mashup. It has a cat-like face, the body of a small bear, and the tail of a monkey. But, like, if a monkey had a super thick long tail. Like, it's not a skinny, like, dog tail. You know, it's this thick, bushy tail. I,
1: I don't know. They're they're not cute. Uh, oh, well, come this, on. Look this, at that this, one, giving the kiss. This one's cute. This one's cute. Well,
0: giving the kiss is cute, too.
1: Okay, let's see this one here.
0: So, um, they were actually on Wired's creature feature, and oh you know
1: they are they biped
0: No, okay if you're looking at a red panda, we're talking about a bear cat.
1: I'm sorry wrong cat So
0: again, as for Wired's creature feature, they described the bear cat um, they more or less nailed its description, saying that these robust creatures have long, low, stocky bodies covered with coarse, shaggy black fur tipped in gray, so they sometimes appear speckled, long ear tufts protrude from their small, rounded ears. Their faces have slightly lighter fur and stiff white whiskers that can re- uh, reach up to eight inches long. Look at those long whiskers!
1: Wow! Yeah, look at those, look at those canines! Eey. Right. All right.
0: Um, some say that their reddish brown eyes give them an endearing appearance.
1: Mm. Look, look at oh, this one here has reddish brown eyes.
0: Yeah, kind of makes them look aged. So the bear cap belongs to the um, Vivaridae family, which is an ancient group of schmedium. And by schmedium, I mean small medium. Get it? Schmedium. Oh, I
1: thought you were like. No. Speaking Yiddish.
0: No, medium sized mammals, mammals that are found only in the old world, aka Eastern Hemisphere. This family contains civets, genets, mongooses, and the fossa. As for what the hell a the civet is. Fossa? Yeah. You know, it's the, it was the bad guys in Madagascar. So, oh. as for what the hell a civet is, imagine a spotted cat weasel hybrid. So, a cat with like a weasel body and it's spotted.
1: This is a big animal. Look how big this animal is.
0: Right. And the. Jeanette is more or less a spotted spectacled weasel. So, just if you had a spotted weasel. But the so, is this the lady. biggest
1: weasel? Wait, I thought the Kinkachu was. Which one was we even talking about? It, was the, the Wolverine
0: biggest? was a weasel.
1: The Wolverine? So
0: they just. Civets and jennets just look like weasels.
1: So, this is not a weasel? No. It looks like a weasel. Oh, this is a cute baby.
0: So. All these animals have a long snout, which, which is a predominant characteristic of their family, and they also have more teeth than most carnivores. So yeah, you should, if you get a chance, look up this animal, look inside their mouth. These animals... <laughs> well, yeah, it's true. Yeah, these just animals, on the photo,
1: not... A, not yeah, no. I
0: wouldn't try to go see one. So these animals actually belong to their own unique genus, um, though which is probably a good thing since this animal has a prehensile tail like a monkey and the kinkajou. It purrs and cleans itself like a cat and has a territory marking scent that smells like butter popcorn, which we'll get into.
1: Well, that's something you're going to like.
0: Racist. <laughs> so it should be noted that they have zero links to today's modern cat species, so don't get confused by uh, bear cat. Okay.
1: Are there any colleges that have the bear cat as yeah, a mascot? Yes, Cincinnati.
0: Mo- really? Look up. Cincinnati bear cats.
1: i got to look that up.
0: How did you not know this? I
1: did not. Why do I know?
0: I think that's the only thing that makes Cincinnati University like relevant is because they have a unique mascot, the bear cat.
1: Do they have one in the cage?
0: I don't know. You got, Well, look it up. So, um, according to A to Z animals, there are actually nine species of Binturong, which, are, which vary little in appearance, but tend to be most easily distinguished by their size and geographic location. Speaking of geographic location, their habitat slash indigenous, dig, indigenous area slash range. Okay. Lowland, south, and southeast Asia rainforest.
1: Oh, they're in the, the southeast thing. Yeah, well, then they're
0: Old World, so the eastern hemisphere. Got it. So, prior to today, they could be found in India, Cambodia, Laos, Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia, the Philippines, and all throughout China. Specifically, they can now be found in Bhutan, Cambodia, India, Laos, Nepal, Vietnam, Thailand, and rarely in Indonesia now.
1: You know, our Uber driver last night was from Oh, Cambodia.
0: she was from Cambodia. She was from cool.
1: Cambodia. I didn't ask her if she had a uh, bear cat.
0: We should have. You know what? My old nail lady in Wisconsin was, is Cambodian. She was from there. I should ask her if she's ever seen one.
1: Okay, I'm not going to say anything sketchy. No, so.
0: she goes back and forth from Cambodia to No, Wisconsin.
1: no, no, I was going to say something about a movie but I, okay. I, I right, just you. decided to not do that.
0: Anyways <coughs> Excuse me. So they are tree dwellers or arboreal animals meaning, yeah. you know, they live up in the trees Right. Um, They live in dense tropical forests In Laos they inhabit evergreen forests In the Philippines they inhabit lowland forests with grasslands Lastly, they can be found in dense moist jungles, usually near a slow moving water source. See, that one's kind of cute
1: yeah, this is a baby. He is kind of cute. Uh let's see. Oh, this is Cincinnati. See? Oh, you know what? Boy, everything like goes back to Cincinnati.
0: I guess. So uh, I guess we want to see a bear cat in America go to Cincinnati. This
1: bear cat is named Lucille.
0: Why? Okay, we'll we'll talk about her later. Yeah. Okay. So as for their diet, while they are technically carnivores, mm-hmm. the diet mostly consists of fruit, kind of like the kinkajou. They have, they're actually pretty similar to the kinkajou with like features and. Diet. And sometimes being nasty. Um, they eat fruit like the strangler fig, which is their favorite food. They're also described as being opportunistic eaters, i.e. they will eat just about anything they can find, including fish, rodents, insects, birds, which they're known to hunt in a cat-like manner. Carrion, which again is, oh, you know, carrion. dead animals. Small invertebrates, leaves, plant shoots, and eggs. I think I'm
1: going to change your mother's name to Carrion.
0: Wow. <laughs> So when they do hunt, again, they're similar to cats, they stalk their prey from the branches and then pounce. So what do you think? Solitary or pack animal? Uh,
1: not pack. Solitary. Good. And I think what's interesting is it says here that the uh, zoo says she'll be the University of Cincinnati's new animal mascot appearing at football and basketball games beginning in December. You know, you turn that thing loose at a basketball game. Uh, she
0: might be the best player.
1: She might clear out the stands.
0: Wait, when when are they? when is she going to go to the school?
1: Well, um,
0: this this article
1: article was posted on November 9th, 2019, so Oh, so they're getting
0: her ready for her debut.
1: That's right.
0: Go wait, go look up their mascot, like what their mascot actually looks like. You know, see if they have like a stuffed... You know, like Mike the Tiger at LSU. Go see if it's creepy or cute-looking like Mike or rapey like the Clemson Tiger.
1: Cincinnati.
0: University mascot. Okay, so behavior and means of communication and reproduction. So, since they are so rare to find in thick jungles, we unfortunately know very little about the behavior in the wild. Uh, Manga Bay describes them as being a fierce canopy-dwelling carnivore. Keep in mind, though, that they sleep during the day and enjoy basking in the sun.
1: Oh, nothing wrong with that.
0: Right. I don't mind doing that either sometimes. Yeah. So, turns out that bearcats are extremely aggressive animals at times. (laughs) Lonnie Grassman, a resident scientist at Texas A&M, boo. Texas A&M? Yeah, TAMU. Uh, states that I've captured hundreds of, hundreds of animals and the binturong is the most fierce um, said the grassman in an admiring tone in his work most traps were baited with live chickens which the binturongs would devour despite that stro- despite their strong preferences for figs given the opportunity binturongs clearly enjoy meat, the scientist noted but they are not ideal predators as they are less I- agile than jungle cats especially when on the ground furthermore unlike cats who have who, when released from a trap, tend to run away. Binturongs can be aggressive and chase nearby humans <laughs> when released. <laughs> i get you. Right. They are more scary than a leopard, said Grassman, about his trapping experiences with wild binturongs in Thailand. They are looking to kill you.
1: <laughs> wonder how they picked uh, such a fierce animal because they wanted to be fierce. I guess so. Like, well, you know, a lot of tigers out there. How many tigers are there?
0: Right. But LSU are the best tigers. Okay. So... Again, typically they are nocturnal. A to Z animal states that they spend majority of their time moving slowly and cautiously amongst the trees. Due to their large size, the binturong cannot leap between trees, so they have to climb down to the ground in order to go from tree to tree. That kinda of sucks. It's like I want to go in this next tree. Oh let me climb all the way down.
1: Oh, they don't leap tall buildings with a single bound.
0: They no, they're so big. heavy. Yeah, they're big. So even though their size is a bit of a setback, they are incredible climbers and are well-equipped with their semi-retractable claws. Can you stop licking?
1: The, tell, tell them you're not talking to me. Ugh. You're talking to the animal in the room, the other animal, the four-legged. So, isn't
0: that distracting though? What? The, the licking noise.
1: I I, I I didn't hear it, but it, it would be.
0: Okay, so even though their size is a bit of a setback, they are incredible climbers and are well-equipped with their semi-retractable claws. Strong feet and agile bodies and prehensile tail. Prehensile. So, and again, prehensile means grasping. So, the female binturong is actually the more dominant in a relationship, i.e. a pair and their young can be seen together occasionally, but it's a, definitely a matriarchy. Like, she, the queen will, rules the roost, mm. and um, females, like I said, are usually bigger. Um,
1: um. Sorry.
0: Reproduction. So, while binturongs will mate throughout the year, according to Wired, most births occur between January and March. They mate in the trees. Similarly to the tazzy, which we discussed, um, the bear cat can delay the implantation of the egg, meaning impregnated females can hold off pregnancy until the environmental conditions are more favorable. Wild bear cats give birth to about one to three babies, or binlets. Binlets? Yes.
1: Not kittens?
0: No, they're not cats. Not,
1: not cubs?
0: They're not bears either. Captive females can have up to six binlets in a litter. Wow. Yes. So direct quote from Manga Bay article: Binlets have been known, um, or have been known and observed practicing teat ownership. Huh? Do you know what that is?
1: Teat ownership. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They have their favorite teat.
0: More or less. So this is a decision made by each baby to choose a certain teat and stick to it. If they deviate from the rule, then fights will break out.
1: How many? Never mind.
0: Probably like I don't know how many does a dog have? Like eight. <laughs>
1: Well, if you're going to have a litter of six, you're probably going to have about six teats.
0: I guess. So, um, the working theory behind this behavior is that some teats have higher fat content and nutritional value than others. So, you know, survival of the fittest. So they communicate via scent and sound, and they're known for making a lot of noises, as you just heard earlier at the very beginning. That was one. That was a binturong or bear cat snarling.
1: That's uh, pretty fierce.
0: Right. If I heard that in the wild, I'd probably be like, "No, thank you." Yeah. I'm rooting you because you can't it's hard to see them too because like you're in dense jungle in like Vietnam you know and it's like okay no thank you I'm out I'm out Right. this thing is going to drop on me like a sack of bricks and kill no, it, me
1: it sounds like uh, somebody's getting an exorcist
0: right so they are very vocal animals making a number of sounds that are utilized not only to communicate with other binturongs but to ward off a, spe- a species that is uh, perceived as a threat a happy binturong will chuckle they also how come
1: you didn't have the chuckling sound I don't
0: know see if you can find the chuckling sound they also emit a high-pitched wail well or growl when they are irritated. Additionally, they use low grunts, loud howls, and hisses. As for their scent communication, they have anal glands.
1: Oh boy, here we go again.
0: Yeah, wait, you didn't do your line.
1: What was my line?
0: Last time you're like, oh, the anus.
1: Oh, the anus. Wait, maybe yeah. we can get the binturong chuckling sound. Hold on. Hang on. Let's see. There's a little... Hold on. Oh, that's not chuckling. Is that chuckling?
0: I hear a lion in the background. Right.
1: Ninja the Pinterest. That guy's not worried about being bitten.
0: Okay, so we're hearing birds and lions in the background. Yeah, that's not and present. the and the bear cat's just kind of breathing heavily. <laughs>
1: That's not chuckling. No. He's, playing. He's enjoying that. Right.
0: Well, Those lions might be calling for a baby or something. There we go. Okay. The lions are definitely the more interesting part of this video. Yeah. Anyways, so. Um, their anal glands secrete a very pungent scent that he, that to humans smells like buttered popcorn, which, mind you, buttered popcorn is not on their diet or menu. Um, they use the secretion to mark their territory and discourage perceived threats to, w- to stay away. This gland that is located under the tail, they compress it to the ground or a tree branch that's marking their territory. No other animal is known to ever have this distinctive smell. Binturong newborns are known to also have this butter popcorn smell. <laughs> right, so the newborns are going to smell like a bucket of popcorn. Now,
1: I hope they're not Jiffy Pop popcorn. I hope it's either air popped or regular, conventional pop.
0: What's wrong with Jiffy
1: Pop? It's not healthy for you. They but have a, an artificial butter flavor. But it you, tastes good. You're just better off. Well, yeah, so there's a lot of poisonous stuff. You're just <laughs> better off with air pop popcorn and fresh butter, like your mother used to make.
0: Okay. Anyway, so it's said that babies actually, I think, like the first couple of weeks...
1: Smell like butter popcorn.
0: Well, they do, but they also have, like, a, a nasty scent gland or nasty pungent smell like a skunk do they... to help, you know, protect themselves. So yeah. they'll blast you like a skunk. And then it be, starts to smell like popcorn after they develop.
1: Okie dokie.
0: Right. Um, as for unique characteristics and traits, females can be up to 20% bigger and heavier than males.
1: What's that called? We, we had a weird Dimorphism. There. Dimorphism, yes. So
0: if you see a big bitch <coughs> and a little one, it's either a mom and her young or a male and a female. Although, again, oh look, he's with a Cincinnati ball. Oh, cool. So... <laughs> Um, as, as for their prehensile tails, yes. the bear cat is the only old old world mammal and one of two carnivores that have a prehensile tail. The other being the Kinkajou, which we covered in an earlier episode. Yeah, that's for sure. Which, yeah, you should go check that one out. It's pretty funny. So, the base of their tails are very thick and muscular. Overall, their tails are as long as their bodies. Their tails act as another limb, specifically an extra hand, and are very helpful with climbing. The tail is probably their most important climbing tool. They will wrap it around a branch to securely anchor themselves while they are sleeping. Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. So there's also, there's also a leathery patch at the tip of the tail that helps the animal grip branches as it climbs through the trees. So, you know, like you have clogs with those. Grip leathery patch. Yeah. Binlets have been observed hanging upside down while, while being completely supported by their tails. Adults are too heavy to do this, so they will use a paw for added grip. And like we said before, they smell like buttered popcorn to us. So true to their name, they do in fact walk like bears. They walk flat-footed like bears and humans, thus resulting in a side-to-side ambling gait. They have elliptical shaped pupils, allowing them to see a wide range of light, and these pupils are also readily and easily adjusted too. As for fun facts, and the wild, bear cats have a symbiotic relationship with the strangler fig, which is one of their favorite foods. So what I believe happens is they eat the fig and then, you know, they crap out the seeds and they actually help replant rainforests <laughs> like bats, you know, yeah, bat, yeah, like right. fruit bats are helping recreate forests. Bearcat buono. Oh, right. They're also super aggressive. Uh, they are one of the last known carnivores to have a prehensile tail. They can turn their ankles 180 degrees so their claws can still grip when climbing down the trees, similarly yeah, to the what? kinkajou. Wait,
1: they can, their their back feet can switch 180 degrees? Yeah. That's kind of weird how yeah, it is. Yeah, well,
0: the you does that, too, so they can crawl down a tree face first, you know, without getting screwed up. I mean, you try to crawl down a tree face first. No, thanks. Exactly. They keep their claws sharp by scratching them on trees. It should be noted that they can be active any time of day. It is really up to their choosing. Believe it or not, they are really good swimmers. They will swim and dive down into the water, and they've also been observed swimming around simply to cool off from the hot sun. Sounds like they're living the dream.
1: That's nice.
0: Predators, Predators. so they have two natural predators and you know I'm sure you can guess what the main predator is but they're two yeah, semi-natural are. predators are Tigers and doles and a dole is a wild dog other than that They are not really a prey animal a lot of articles if you read about them and look them up later will say that they have no natural predators and um, Then of course that their main predators us humans because you course. know
1: we... We, we have to predate predet, on everybody
0: Right so, of course, trash-ass humans are their biggest predators. Although, according to the ADW, like I said, yeah, doles and, and, and tigers, which is a wild dog. Well, not the tiger, but the dole. It's a wild dog, and tigers are the only natural predators. Is that like Bob Dole? No, it's D-H-O-L-E.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. So, specifically, deforestation, logging, and agribusiness, agribusiness are their current biggest threats. The palm oil industry, which, fuck that industry, <laughs> I'm sure you know about that
1: well, hydrogenated palm oil, but go ahead.
0: But palm oil industry is just, like, ravaging our rainforests and whatnot, so don't try not to use anything with palm oil in it. So the palm oil industry is a really big problem for them. According to Manga Bay, they are hunted for bushmeat, traditional medicine, and the pet trade. A local coffee is actually made from beans that pass through their digestive system and is highly valued.
1: You know, there's a coffee that I thought went through, like, a donkey or an elephant or something that's saying... Thing that it there probably is because yeah. we
0: like, as you know, humans That's like to weird weird. gross shit here. Enjoy these uh, poop these coffee, flavored be- coffee beans, yeah.
1: Wow, how do they coffee wash poop. the poop off of them? Coffee
0: and poop, yeah. So, in Indonesia, binturongs have been used along with the common palm civet, another um, viveride, to make kopi luwak, which or civet coffee. An expensive drink produced by feeding the animals coffee beans, which they digest and defecate. <laughs> the beans are then brewed into a kind of coffee. In fact, Indonesian Luwak farmers have been known to raise captive banderogs for this purpose.
1: Are people that freaking crazy about coffee that they have you mean, to eat bear shit? Bear
0: cat shit coffee? Bear cat
1: shit coffee? Yeah. yeah.
0: We should try it. No, you can try it. I bet I'm it's, not try it. No, you I'm, I'm try not it. a
1: coffee drinker, so no. You I'm,
0: like cappuccinos? Uh,
1: once in a while, if I have to drive, or a decaf. But okay, I don't well, know if they I have not? decaf bear shit.
0: We should coffee. go into Starbucks and ask them, Hey, do you have they, civet they are, coffee? What is it? <laughs> do you have civet coffee? And then civet. they're like, what, you know, bear cat shit coffee?
1: Okay. We should go do that. I don't think Starbucks is carrying that.
0: But we should go do you, that. You
1: need something a little more exotic.
0: Oh, well, maybe down What's the street you? from here, they'll what, have what? one. What do you So,
1: um,
0: this is again from the Mangabe Almost Famous <laughs> Animal Series article. As for their human encounters, Yes. They've been kept as pets, particularly in Malaysia, while they are not domestica- domesticated animals, they can be easily domesticated, although occasionally they can be ill-tempered and aggressive, which makes them difficult to keep as pets. I feel like if this animal wants to fuck you up, they will.
1: Well, you know, this guy is playing with him, but he's, uh, I, I don't know. He's probably
0: in a nature preserve.
1: Binturong, bearcat versus pumpkin.
0: If you're really that desperate to see a Binturong... Go to um, Cincinnati. Yeah, go to Cincinnati, or you can actually, if you're local like us in California, although we live up north, um go to the San Diego Zoo. The San Diego Zoo has a Binturong animal ambassador that they walk that oh. they take for walks.
1: Oh, they take him out
0: too. Yeah. Uh-huh and they show him like there's a video of this of one of his handlers, Mark, training him with using clicker training, you know, like with a dog. And um yeah, he's got his leash and harness and stuff. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny to see him so on a the leash like and people
1: harness. people touch him?
0: Yeah. He's an oh, animal, he must
1: be well trained then.
0: He's an animal. He's an animal ambassador. So yeah, so you can touch him and you know say hi to him. I I mean I'm sure they've gone through a couple by now, <laughs> but yeah. So if you want to see a bearcat or touch one, go to the San Diego Zoo. Also, the San Diego Zoo is really good with conservation. But so yeah, I forget what time you have to look up. Look up what time he's out of his you know enclosure. But yeah, he's an animal. There's an the animal ambassador at the San Diego Zoo, or you can go to Cincinnati. Um.
1: Do they call them Bearcat or Binturong?
0: Both. It's usually Binturong, parentheses, Bearcat. So aggression aside, they are also known to be shockingly passive towards people. And like I said, they're easily domesticated and kept as exotic pets all over the world. You know, similar to the Kinkajou or Ocelot, which again, while we can't really yeah, I condone... Don't know,
1: I don't know if this is... See, look, in his Yeah, I know, but I don't know if this is something you uh, people should keep. It's like...
0: Well, right. It's like a Kinkajou or an Ocelot's like... Or a Tasmanian devil or whatever. It's like, you know, yeah. while you can possibly get one of these animals as a pet, mm. we can't condone owning a wild animal as a pet unless, yeah. you know, you're a facility specifically designed for that, like a zoo or, you know, like those big cat okay. rescues. Here,
1: here's what I would say. If you want to get a wild animal as a pet, get married.
0: Wow. <laughs> but, yeah, so anyways... And also, if you do really feel you need to get a wild animal as a pet, make sure you have all the proper lic- proper licensure and permitting so that the...
1: Well, you probably need some insurance. I mean, if this thing bites somebody, you're going to be in deep trouble, I, th- I suspect. But, I I mean, you know...
0: But, again, make sure you have the proper permit and licensure Well, style. yeah,
1: it's not a not an apartment pet. That's what Although, you
0: know, there was that guy in Florida that had a hyena in his apartment. Why I is would, it always Florida, I, Florida doing some dumb shit? Florida
1: is, is like... That's like, um... Carnival, car, what do they Carnytown. call Carney town. Carny, yeah, people.
0: It's Looney Tunes there. Why is it so Looney Tunes there?
1: It must be the sun.
0: Okay. Anyways, so... They're listed that's as vulnerable under the IUCN. The species has unfortunately seen a 30% population decline over the past 18 years, and this decline is mostly due to habitat loss. That's terrible. So, while these animals have no natural predators besides for shitty humans... Habitat loss, agribusiness, um, you know, their their habitat is easily encroached on by farmers and whatnot. So we need to really work on habitat conservation for these animals if we want to keep them around. They are really cool animals. I highly suggest looking them up. I don't have any yeah. funny stories about them biting anybody.
1: We don't even have any um, on like, song lyrics or bearcat song lyrics.
0: We should write a bearcat song. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we could use, like, Cincinnati's fight song. I'm sure it says something about Bearcat in there. But, anyways, definitely look them up. They're a pretty cool little creature. They're a lot bigger than you think. They are big. Yeah. And, if you again, if you have the chance to go to the San Diego Zoo, you can meet their <clears throat> animal ambassador.
1: All right, let's see. Here we go. Is this the Bearcats? Go Bearcats. All right. Boom, ba-doom, ba-doom, ba-doom. I don't know what the song is, but... Uh Cheer Cincy. Come on.
0: No. Boo. Lame.
1: Cheer. Where does it... Oh.
0: Wait, tell us more about Lucille.
1: Okay, I was going to. Um, She is the new... She's replacing... She's replacing the older one. There's some interesting articles about tracing origins of the university uh, here. So Lucille is going to be replacing their current one... She replaces Lucy. Oh, Lucy and
0: Lucy. She's
1: twelve years old. Who's going to be retiring because she's not motivated to go out and
0: be the an ambassador. She's probably over it being an animal ambassador.
1: Yeah, she's her behavior. It says their behavior is changing. So they got a new baby, and uh, the baby's going to come out and be the new. The new one.
0: Is she on campus?
1: Uh, no, I think she stays at the zoo. I think they. I. I don't. I oh, don't, they just bring her. Yeah.
0: That's
1: pretty cool. Okay, so do we have to fight some here? I don't know, we gotta go out with this. Cheers, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Go Red.
0: Do you know how many schools you'll use Go Red? I hope they'll try to sue us.
1: Alright, see you next time. Doesn't have any words, but... No, it doesn't have words, but... I feel so, like, pumped when I hear this.
0: I'll just is the
1: best. Yep. All right. Go Tigers.
0: Right. Go Tigers. Oh, yeah. By the way, watch the national championship because we're in it. We're going to beat the shit out of Clemson.
1: Oh, okay. Don't get political. I'm there not getting political. Politi- there might be some uh, Clemson fans out there. Well... We don't want to alienate any of our fans.
0: Well, yes, we do because Clemson's <coughs> mascot looks... Okay, if you were to personify or anthropomorphize a tiger I'm as a, a pedophile... It would be the Clemson Tiger mascot. You should look that up. There you go. Okay. Have a good one, guys. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Kirk out. Thank you. Bye.
0: Oh, don't forget to email us.
1: Yeah. And listen.